Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Megan. We're two ladies navigating life, mixing classic and current trends. Each week, we chat with a guest about their throwback interests and their latest discovery or cup of tea. We're We're the the Grand Millennials. Hey, Meg. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's good. What's been going on this week? Oh, this weekend I learned how to play Pinochle. It's pretty exciting. Um, Really exciting. (laughs) Really exciting. Yep, I'm taking my grandma status, you know, to a whole nother level. Right. Um, so why pinochle why pinochle so um as it turns out our dear friend megan who was on last week Mm -hmm. she and our friend emily who i guess was the guest the week before yeah yeah um they've been playing pinochle in their house um all of i guess corona time Mm -hmm. and you know this but they gifted us um a deck of pinochle cards and like directions on how to play and we've just sort of had it sitting on the mantle and not really you know diving into it because well, um, there's been other things to do puzzles and right um what was your needle pointing you needle know? pointing yep playing mm-hmm. um pit right dominoes i mean mm-hmm. yeah there's been lots of fun to be had but um <laughs> emily and megan came and sat on the back patio this past weekend and so while they were here i was like oh my gosh guys can you teach us because the mm-hmm. directions seemed really kind of convoluted, convoluted. Yeah. yeah so they taught us, and it's, like, super fun. Um, so, been playing that. So, what, what's fun about it? Uh, there's a strategy involved. Um, okay. It, it sort of, like, me, reminds me of Hearts. Okay. End of Euchre, which I know you hate. Yeah, I do. I'm um, really, I'm a bad Midwesterner. Bad Midwesterner, <laughs> no. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I enjoy playing cards, so mm-hmm. it's kind of just super fun. And I was actually talking to my mom last night, and... It turns out that my grandparents met playing Pinochle. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So my grandma had some tragedies. She had been married and she had a baby and they both passed away. And so she also had my uncle at the time who was, I think, like two or three maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so her dad was like, hey, you should come down to Florida, like stay in um, trailer park with us like just get away you know change of pace Mm -hmm. and so she was there and she um met this woman and she was like going on walks with her and like they were getting along really great and she's like oh you and your husband you know should come play cards with us Mm -hmm. and you know she thought like oh the husband like he's really attractive and my great aunt Ida was like that's not my husband that's my brother and so (laughs) they like came over to play cards and the rest is history so wow what an interesting family story I mean like I knew they met playing cards but I didn't know it was pinochle until until last night so yeah so cool pretty crazy but super fun so yeah otherwise um oh I brewed cider no that's a lie I brewed soda (laughs) (laughs) I drink cider I brewed soda for the first time so yeah I followed um the instructions in the book Megan recommended last week Uh uh-huh um I'm a Christensen's book yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what was it called true brews brews. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's a really cute little book um and so I decided to get the ingredients and to brew my own soda um, nice. Is this different so, than Megan made or was this? No, nope, 100%. The, well, the not 100% the same because at the end they're like, add sugar and lime juice to taste. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nice. But I think a little extra lime is always good. I so. do too. I like lime. Something so a little sharp. It. Yeah. Cool. But we have not tasted the fruits of my labor yet. So TBD, guys, if it's good. <laughs> if it's good. Well, it looked good. Oh, so I'm thanks. excited for yeah. it. It'll be great. 
That'd be good. What have you been up to this week? So I actually busted out of this joint and went uh, to visit my family in Ohio. So that was really fun. Um, Just a little change of pace. You know, I got to be there for four days and see, you know, my parents and my little brother and my sister and her kids and her husband. So it was kind of it was nice to see them all. Yeah. Yeah. It was relaxing. It was, you know, and, and being, you know, away from all the things you, you're like, pick out the things that you want to eat, the things you want to drink and the highlights, you know, of all that. Yeah. So, being back home. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Are there any particular like restaurants or coffee shops that you went to while you were there? Like any favorites? Oh yeah. So every time I'm home, we go to this, uh, cafe and bakery called Fox in the Snow and my brother and my mom started going there because they love coffee and they have really good espresso drinks. Um, nothing like super fancy, just like iced lattes and mochas. Um, and they have these amazing egg sandwiches that have like arugula and like this mustard sauce that doesn't really taste super mustardy. And she said that once I gave her a look like, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. And then the egg, they like bake it and then like chop it or cut it up so it's like really thick and then the bacon is just so good and the bread is they bake it you know freshly made um so I shared one of those with um, my mom and my brother actually we got two and we split it by three um and they also have these really good pastries called galettes and they're so so delicious they have like this raw like heart big big sugar around the edge and it has the big big sugar, <laughs> the big, big sugar. <laughs> like the granules you can actually like see they like look almost like squares baker's sugar what i have no called? idea decorated sugars yeah maybe? probably sugar. maybe okay. um and they, it has this like really good uh like cream cheese and then they have like these best blueberries i've ever tasted like i'm not a blueberry person but i go ham on these and actually I brought some home with me or back to Virginia um and I shared them with actually you oh my gosh I can confirm it was delicious (laughs) so I was a little I mean I wasn't skeptical but I was just not super sure I was gonna love it because I couldn't tell if it was gonna be like super cream cheesy Mm -hmm. or like it's sort of one of those like open-faced pastries yeah so I didn't, the I didn't edges kind of peel in and so you can see like the cream cheese I don't even know what else is in it it's, it tastes like magic so yeah I can confirm it does <laughs> taste like magic and the blueberries just add this like the littlest beautiful, like, tart yeah touch to the end you're just mm-hmm. like oh so good so yeah good. we each got a half and it yeah I enjoyed every bite it yeah was so good and I also brought cinnamon rolls uh, which I had actually never had their, their cinnamon rolls because sometimes I I don't know. They just seem really heavy, but they were super light. And, like, again, yeah. the frosting was, like, perfect. Yeah, I again, know. I was nervous about the frosting. I was like, I'll just save my cinnamon roll. And I was like, <laughs> well, I'll just try it. And it was it was amazing. Yeah, I kept being like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And Joanne was just looking at me and being like, why do you keep saying that every, like, single bite? Mm-hmm. But it was just really delicious so thank you for bringing that back no problem I mean I feel like I've talked about this place so many times when I come home and you have that cute little mug Mm -hmm. yeah and so I was like I gotta I gotta share the actual like 
product. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was really fun. And it was a nice way to end my like road trip. Um, and then another thing that we always get is this place called Hot Chicken Takeover. And it's like a Memphis hot chicken place that people say rivals even like the most famous one in actual Memphis. Okay. Um, and so um, it w- was just really good. And it had only reopened like the week before. Oh, so, so perfect timing. Perfect yeah. timing. The best sides. It has a vinegary uh, coleslaw. Yes, I'm here for yeah. that. And okay. a, an amazing like mac and cheese that goes with it. And it's like perfectly spicy. And it's just so good. The best. Yeah. So awesome. I was like, I'm only going to eat like half. I'll split it in half and not go like crazy on it. But once you get one bite in, you're like, no, nope, i like a sandwich or what? They actually um, serve it on two pieces of white bread. And so oh, you kind of okay. like cut into it and you get like the bread and then all of it. And then you dip it in there like ranch sauce that they make like home fresh and nice. so good. Now the ranch, how does it compare to Guapo's Ranch? Because Guapo's? Just kidding. We were talking about Guapo's <laughs> no, before we this. Were. I meant glory days, days, you know. I think it's far superior. Far superior. Mm-hmm. Okay. It tastes, I mean, like, it's very much, they use locally sourced ingredients for everything. Okay. And so it is like a buttermilk ranch, but um, it's, I think it's much better. It it's, tastes like magic. It does. It's perfect, like, balance to the, like, spiciness of the chicken. So okay. I think it just, it all works. You got to have it, it all, you know, it just it works. works. Yeah. So other than that, you know, I just got to just chill and hang and... Yeah, I heard the weather was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I know. I kept looking at the weather here and it was like 90 and I was like, I'm in a hoodie. with like a bajillion percent humidity. It was like disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, it was dry and and so good. So when I got back on... uh, Tuesday I, I opened my door and it felt like I like walked into soup so. yeah accurate that's <laughs> was, how it is here yeah yeah. Oh, yeah so we've just been rolling since since I got back yeah yeah really cool how's swim going still still same old, same killing old? it you know I yeah. I'm gone a little bit less of doing all of the workouts but my abs are really sore right now I thought so. you're gonna say like they're really chiseled I was like okay, oh no okay. not um I'm still trying to work off all the chicken and pastries oh right 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 so okay. Okay. chiseling comes next week comes, yeah exactly we'll work on chiseling <laughs> after that and uh officially I moved out of my classroom at school today yeah, so congrats the year. I was about to be like, yay, you're whatever year, but I'm like, you're the teacher. Yeah. You didn't move up. Nope. So, okay. I stay the same. But yeah, nice. that rolls out year six. Dang. Yeah. Which is crazy. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. You know, Very cool. the end of the year is always something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm excited for uh, the guest we have on today. We pre recorded this little episode. While you were back home, do you want to share who our guest is? Yeah, my uh, little brother and best friend, uh, I call him Broha uh, Chandler, is our guest. So um, we're going to talk about um, something that we're both passionate about, have strong (laughs) opinions of. I think you're passionate about these as well. Yeah, I'm passionate about it around Christmas time. (laughs) I'm passionate all year round. Year round, Yeah, we're going to talk about homework movies. So uh, it's going to be a blast. So stay stay tuned and we'll be here with Chandler. All right. Hi, guys. We have a special guest with us today. So we have Chandler, my brother, joining us. Hi there. Chandler. This is so fun. 
so fun. And because uh, I came home to visit my family, we actually have Megan on Zoom. So it's so weird to like not be in the same room with you. It is really weird, but it's, it's kind of nice not to be like all cuddled up. You know, you get to cuddle with Chandler for this episode. I know you like, like your space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's definitely weird being the, the one calling in. This is right. like a different feel. So it definitely yeah. does. But we're really excited to talk about uh, this topic, which mm -hmm. we have had a love of Hallmark movies. Has it been a pure love or? <laughs> I wouldn't think you can consider this a pure love. I think it's a love born out of situation okay. like most good loves you know it's never rocky well it's, it's always rocky actually okay. and you know it just like tumultuous it's very tumultuous it's uh -huh. very on and off again it's probably not the healthiest but you know we're really working through a lot and hopefully we're going to come out the other side stronger this is going to be like a good you know psychology session we can yeah just honestly oh, for sure. we're going to work deep. through our things there's a lot of things to work through if you like hallmark movies i can say that as a, a junkie yeah so <laughs> I think Hallmark movies are like one of those things that it, it goes perfectly with like the holiday season. And mm. I know they do year round movies, but it really feels like junk food to me. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. It's like the holidays are a perfect time where you really just need something in the background. Yeah. And if you're already in the mood or if you're really just trying to get in the mood, mm -hmm. a whole month of the same movie playing back and back, just reinforcing the idea of, hey, it's Christmas. Right. Let's try to find every way we can remind people of that throughout the exact same storyline with the exact same five characters mm -hmm. but you still watch it and you still love it and right. it just it just happens mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty fantastic so I found um I was just kind of like doing a little research about just like Hallmark movies and stuff before um I called on and I found this hilarious quote um it says if in Narnia it was always winter but never Christmas then on the Hallmark channel, it's always winter and always Christmas. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, at least through like October through January. So I feel like they uh, really capitalize on just trying to like create that like Christmas feel. Mm -hmm. Even if it's before October, you know, you're just yeah. like, I haven't had Halloween yet, but like I'm here for it. I'm, right. yeah, I'm about this. It's just like a good feeling. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is like a, your favorite sweater. It's very mm -hmm. cozy. It's comfortable. It's not going to make you think too much. No. You know, or I at think, all. Right. Hallmark movies demand very little of you they give you little but they demand little I think yeah, yeah you're totally right on that one now uh, I know that when I started suggesting that we put on the Hallmark channel mm -hmm. like what was your like that wasn't necessarily like a jump right in type no thing. absolutely not so like what was going through your mind like I can paint the scene very perfectly so we were a few years ago yeah and we were sitting in our upstairs bonus room watching tv and you were home for the Christmas holiday mm -hmm. and I don't really know what we were doing on that day but all of a sudden we were flipping through the channels because nothing was on and we passed the Hallmark channel and it just we clicked on it and it was this movie about this single really hot firefighter and his his one daughter and they're just trying to make it work right and I'm like yeah I, I, I like this single this dad seems, yeah. this is pretty cool uh -huh. you know we, we uh, support single dads right and then this movie just continues on and there's this new girl who moved into town and I think she was from the big city. There's always a girl from the big city. Yeah. Or a guy from the big city, yeah. but he's always the villain and then the love interest. Um, and we just kind of watched it and we kept watching it. And then mm -hmm. I watched the whole thing and I'm like, why did we just do that? Mm -hmm. But the whole time, it, this was back in like, you know how everything ironic starts ironic and then moves into mm -hmm. pure enjoyment. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that's probably the best way to describe it because I remember we would, 
in the beginning, we would watch Hallmark movies and make fun of them. Oh, mercilessly. It was... Right. And then it slowly turned into us being quieter. And then at the end, there were a couple where we actually started tearing up. And at that point, I knew I lost. But it was so much fun. <laughs> and Hallmark won. And Hallmark won. It. That's hilarious. Now, just um, for our listeners who don't know you guys, um, what is this relationship like? Are you older Chandler? Or are you younger? Like, did Courtney, like, coerce you into sitting down and watching it with her? Or, like, how did this sort of come about? Yeah, so I'm the younger one. I'm the baby okay. of the family by nine and a half years. Okay. So Yeah, so we have a four-sibling family. Three of us are grouped together within five years, and then we have old Chandler. Yep. So I was definitely pretty young and impressionable when all my siblings were in high school. I remember them. Okay. Basically, like, I have this very interesting dynamic with them where I see them all as still being high schoolers, but, like, really cool high schoolers that I looked up to. Oh, my gosh. And so I, don't cool. think, I don't think that really ever changed because we still talk like we did. And I think we're, we're pretty close. I would say that we're, we're a very good family. I mean, I call you my best friend. Yeah. So well, you're like my I best friend. Too. Oh, my gosh. But let's, let's not forget, I'm her half-best friend. <laughs> that's okay, true. that's true. I'm the familial role to make sure that yeah. she has someone who she can vent to when she visits home. And right. you about are the like, other half best friends. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. There is like something. Obviously, Megan, you have siblings as well. You know, like there's something yeah. different between having really close friends and having a sibling that you just really get along with. Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Okay, so cool. thanks I for think, clearing that up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> just want to make sure that we're good. We're yeah, good. we're so good. Okay. So good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Chandler likes to have a setup down in our like family room mm-hmm. where he has his computer because, you know, being um, a younger millennial, um, very into his computer and mm-hmm. like playing games on his computer. And so he'll sometimes just be there when I put on a show and then I'm like making comments or watching it and then he'll slowly drift mm-hmm. into sitting down. So okay. like, that's kind of how a lot of it starts um, in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. after we watched that one with the firefighter, it every so often, I would just have Hallmark on all the time, like an IV right. straight to the, you know, <laughs> let's just get a direct line. Right in. Exactly. Um, so I think that was, yeah, how we started watching it more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was eventually, uh, after we did that, it was later on in, in the, her visit, and we would just be down, like, we would still spend a lot of time with each other, but then slowly we would like want to do our own thing. So right. she would sit on the couch. I would sit at my little desk setup, and then I would like look up and go like, huh, and make all those like little breathing labs, like not really full sure. in. But then I would like, I would close up my computer and I'd go and sit down. And then I was just, you know, we were spending time, and you know, homework yeah. was what was on. And then homework right. became the part of our life that it is, and it's a probably a little bit unhealthy, but you know, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> You know, when I have a problem, I'll admit it, but we don't. So yeah, we no, won't. it's fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> I feel like the, the addiction, I feel like generally just kicks in around Christmas time when you're yeah, just truly. like, this is so nice. Like, we'll just have it on in the background. We yeah. can be like baking or doing a puzzle mm-hmm. or yeah. like yeah. just sitting by the fire. But like Hallmark is there. It's just, you know, it's comforting. It I like it. Comforting. Yeah. I mean, they do try these year round <laughs> like campaigns now like mm-hmm. summer love and like, you know like easter spring flings yeah and spring flings and i mean it, harvest harvest moon whatever harvest moon. wait that was a harvest moon i love there's a harvest one about two wineries oh wait i do remember and that it one. has the girl from she's all that 
Do you remember her? Oh. Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she comes back into town and it's this huge festival because it's the harvest moon, mm-hmm. whatever. And she and this like f- rival mm-hmm. winery, you know, boy start like fighting and they want to buy the same land. So they split it. Yeah. They split the house. They live there in together. together. Oh, they fall in love. <laughs> Obviously, they fall in love. And they had a sequel. Wait, they had a Whoa. sequel? And, was it good? And first one was better. Okay, we can keep the first one. But yeah. I actually do remember that one. Yeah. Because it, it was actually one of the best non-super themed ones. Right. And honestly, looking back with this whole like rotational of like trying to make the same story for each season, mm-hmm. this really is just an evolution of like those really pulpy like romance novels yeah. that people always made fun of. And then mm-hmm. it just moved on to TV and they turned a whole channel into a perfect constant stream of it. Right. And it's honestly, when you put it that way, it makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's kind of fun. You know, some of them are good. People just it want something fun. to like enjoy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think they're generally like pretty wholesome, you know, oh, yeah. like the final scene is when they finally kiss in the movie. Mm-hmm. Except oh, yes. I feel like some of the 2019 movies, maybe they kiss like halfway and I was like, whoa, yeah, whoa, right. how am I just mixing it up? Like, right. what is yeah. happening? And, and then you have to think about what is going to tear them apart that makes them have to come back together. Oh, you're so right. Right. It's usually, you know, like an ex from the big city declaring mm-hmm. his love yeah. or some sort of conflict that... Yeah, it's always a misunderstanding at the wrong time. Like somebody right. is talking to the token best friend character and then it's like, it's misphrased and then the other party walks in at the exact wrong moment and then they have this like pained like agonizing expression and then right. they leave and then the rest of the movie is them trying to just sit down and have a normal conversation right i mean if this were like normal relationship mm-hmm. you could f- pretty much figure out how to fix it in like three minutes oh yeah but they draw right. it out for like 20 which is a lot more you know fun i guess yeah I maybe that's know. the fable that they're trying to get maybe it's like we have to be smarter than maybe they think they're smarter maybe they think we're smarter than we think they think we are because maybe it's this reinforcing story about the importance of communication oh. and how voicing your feelings is really the only way to move forward. Right. I mean, I think Hallmark have could, a... could be teaching us something. It could be. We, we can hope. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. So now Chandler, I have a question for you uh-huh. because I know as women, you know, we turn on the Hallmark channel and we're like, oh my gosh, that lead is so dreamy. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so attractive. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the same reaction to the female leads in the movies? Or are you like, meh, they're whatever? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. I think with the girls, there's never one of them where I'm just like, oh my gosh, she is so beautiful. Like, yes, I just want to see her be happy. Um, Like, (laughs) there's a lot of that. But I honestly think objectively as a perfectly straight male, most of the time I am just sitting there saying like, why is this guy so hot? Like, why is he so built? unrealistic? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like right. it doesn't even, I'm not even like worried about it comparing myself. It's more, I'm just in awe of like how this scene got set up. It's mm-hmm. really like a Renaissance painting where they're just trying to show and like sculpt the ideal figure. And I'm okay. just kind of confused. And like, we can talk a little bit later on about like the ones I like objectively really like as mm-hmm. movies and okay. some of them goes into some of the the casting right and thing about me I am the worst with names of actors like you could show me Tom right. Hanks and I would call him like George Clooney but that's a very <laughs> but you know your Hallmark actors no Oh, okay. but I, I know like, I have names for them but we know right right we have a little shorthand yeah and then also we know not necessarily the movie that they were in and what that was called but like we can do a quick summary mm-hmm. and then be like she was in the one with the thing and that one and yeah and I'd be like oh yeah yeah that one yeah 
Yeah, that's great. I feel like before this, I was like, I'm trying to think of like my favorite Hallmark movie. And then I was like, I can't remember the name of a single Hallmark movie. Yeah, I know. I had to go and do a deep dive because I did want to bring up one that is Chandler and my mutual yeah. favorite. Uh-huh. And we'll get to that in a yeah. bit. Um, but I, I like thought it was one thing and then I like searched that on Google and that was a different one and so okay. then I had to go into the list of the year that I thought it was but then I knew that the sequel happened last year so it was easier to find that and then I didn't even remember the characters names mm-hmm. I mean it's the struggle is real like they, I mean yeah. I'm a little bit um impressed by the Hallmark people that they can come up with so many variations of, of the, the same thing yeah. thing and this even yeah. the names of mm-hmm. the films actually this makes me think that i was describing something uh to a friend by comparing it to the commedia dell'arte okay do you guys have any familiarity with that what that is so I it's don't. this okay well it's kind of cool um i had to learn about it because someone was talking about it in relativity to a video game and that's a it was a fun little old jaunt but okay. the the form itself is actually kind of interesting it's this old like renaissance italian theater thing Mm -hmm. where it's they tell a bunch of different stories and it's this whole like canon of stories but they only have 16 characters Ah. and it's the same 16 characters so that when the one guy shows up in the funny hat and the long coat you know oh that's Benvolio oh that's that's the servant sometimes to two masters he's a little much of a troublemaker Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and honestly I think Hallmark movies are kind of just like the really really white wholesome Commedia dell'arte I mean I think that sounds about right. Yeah. And putting in that main, like, it makes sense how we can just watch the same movie so many times because mm-hmm. at least we're not alone. Right. <laughs> and it's a shorthand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. At least we're not alone. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So there's that super weird, like, little factoid that I learned the other day. Yeah. And hopefully that didn't get too pedantic. No, but... I like it. No, it's yeah, great. It cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, like, educational. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, a little spice for the, for the pod. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Oh man. So one other question. Yeah. Do you ever take um, fashion advice from these dreamy Hallmark men? Like, do you find yourself wearing more plaid perhaps during, you know, fall and winter because you're inspired by Mr. Brownie man or like, are you just kind of like, man, those people are unrealistic. I think it's the good thing that Hallmark fashion has going for it is it's, it's built to be accessible, but it's built to be this idealized accessible and so I don't think I've ever, like, looked at one of the outfits. Let's call him, like, Brad McConkie. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never looked at Brad McConkie's plaid and gone out and found it and bought it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, okay. like, sometimes I think what Hallmark can do for us as men in the fashion world is really just say that, you know, fit really is everything. Mm, it really like, is. if you just have things that you like to wear and you have them fit well, you will feel so oh, great. And like people will notice and you could wear like literally anything. And as long as you style it right, like I think what Hallmark really can do for men's fashion at the end of the day is say, it's not about being hard. It's about just making the effort to to be what you are, but also kind of try to spice it up just a little bit Mm -hmm. and make it yours. Right. And maybe that's what these like archetypical men who all have like the the same vague job mm-hmm. can teach us because they're the everyman. This right. really is a tale. They're the everyman. Yeah. So you know, but there are a couple of times when like the men's fashion is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Okay, so 
come back with me. Yeah. All right. So we're, you know, that guy, he was on like, oh gosh. Anyway, I don't even remember what he was in, but he's a writer and mm-hmm. he has his like niece and nephew that he has to watch. And he has that super ultra modern house that he's living in. Is it the beach house one? No. Cause oh. it's a winter one. Oh, it's a winter one. It is. And then the his, house. his oh, next house. door neighbor is the violin player. Remember that one? Oh. He wears the worst fitting clothes ever like he's got one of those really big bulky like calf length coats like black coats uh-huh. and his like sweaters are ill-fitting and his hair is all gelled back in a oh, weird I way do rem- Wait, did he have black hair yes i do remember this yeah. one i is think this is one of them be like the lead or is he meant to be like the guy we don't like he was the lead wait he was oh. the lead he was one? the lead you could How convince many- me that he was the villain because he wears the villain outfit right but he yeah exactly <laughs> he plays typical villain and this one i don't think there was another guy involved but he was such a, a scrooge that he didn't want to celebrate christmas he didn't want to decorate for christmas oh i do remember this and one. she yeah, was yeah. she was like the epitome of Christmas, uh-huh. and he was like Miss Christmas. That was yeah, what it was. Was it Miss Christmas? Yeah, I think it was Miss Christmas. That's at least what they called her in the show. But I think that might have been the okay. movie title. Oh, and they have to act like they're together. At one point, maybe. Yes. Also, this could be the other one where it's the Jewish guy, and he has to go and write a story, and then she's really into Christmas. She's a decorator because uh, they think, think that they're posing as a couple. Right. To, yes. Family. Yes. This, one? That this one was good Christmas. though. That one that actually was pretty good. good. This one was yeah. fun. The other one was like, not great. Not great. No, but, not so fun. Yeah. yeah. So I've also noticed in like Hallmark Christmas movies that the lead woman always wears red or green. Yes. Oh, I never noticed. Without fail. Sometimes this green. Year, check it out. Sometimes green. I'll check it out. But but like, like, yeah. Everybody else is in like drab colors and she's like, ah, wearing like red. Right. You know, red all throughout. Exactly. Red coats. I mean, it's always red or green. Mm-hmm. That's so. so fascinating. I never picked up on that, but now I'm never going to not oh, see it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so funny. And yeah. so do you, let's talk about tropes because yes. I feel like Hallmark Channel movies are all about the tropes. Yeah. And we did kind of mention the like city girl mm-hmm. versus, you know, country guy. What's your favorite like Hallmark movie trope that either is like you truly do like it or mm-hmm. the one that's easiest to like? make fun of yes okay so i kind of have two immediately okay the most like generic hallmark movie like setup to me is really wholesome girl who doesn't love her job but really wants to like start a business Mm -hmm. who moves home to the country or maybe it's just like takes place in like a small town Mm -hmm. and then the jet setting guy who's coming in because he's part of a big corporation and is like gonna take over what she was gonna try to like get in the industry with Mm -hmm. and then they fight over whatever the theme of the movie is right and then they eventually fall in love and it's cute and then they kiss and roll credits mm-hmm. my favorite one is what i call eye rolls to lovers ah. where it's kind of like the one where it's the vineyard uh-huh. and so like they get they're put in the same spot or maybe they're on the same project and they have very different personalities mm-hmm. and they just like oh they hate each other but they love each other mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, I think that one's my favorite because it's just basically, like, a fast-forwarded sitcom. Mm-hmm. You get all the fun, like, story beats of, like, the progression. And I think the progression is really the strongest in those, mm-hmm. which makes them the most fun for me. Right. Because you get to, like, really be on a journey. People change yeah. in a way that's like, oh, these two people came together mm-hmm. and maybe they weren't so different all along. Right. And that's fun. That is um, fun. I'm trying to think of the one that I like to, like, really make fun of the most. Mm-hmm. I think I might have to think about that okay. one. Okay. Meg, do you have any, like, tropes that you... I mean, I can't, I don't know, like, specifically, but as I was, like, preparing for this um, episode, I was also, like, writing down, like, the typical, like, storyline, and I was, like, 
girl from the big city comes to the small town, mm-hmm. takes over family business. Mm-hmm. Like, just very, um, I feel like they all sort of have that like similar, mm-hmm. similar storyline. I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we sort of make fun of them a fair bit only mm-hmm. in so far as like, you can definitely guess what's going to happen next. Oh, yeah. Like, right. oh, right. Now here comes the conflict. We're about, you know, 40 minutes in. Yeah. We got uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. But I think, I don't know. I think it's charming how they always end up, you know, learning some life lesson and they, like, I don't know, improve for the better. So, yeah. 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 I definitely, so Megan and I actually watched a Hallmark movie on, was it Thursday? Thir- Thursday. And about, yeah. I think it was Thursday. And like 20 minutes and I was like, I know how this is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to hold that to myself uh-huh. and let you know if I was right. <laughs> Were you right? You never told me. I fell asleep. <laughs> Amazing. That's another thing you can do. You can fall asleep to a Hallmark movie and you won't miss anything. So and it's kind of great. you'll have dreams. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. About Brad McHunky. That's right. right. Now, Jill, the yes. only thing that I think about like, what you said about like the eye roll lover type uh-huh. thing is like I feel like this kind of sets up a strange like expectation for uh-huh. relationships that it's like oh my gosh I'm gonna fall in love with someone that I hate <laughs> when I first meet them you know? yeah and yeah. it's like oh someone that I'm exact exasperation leads to the love you know yeah I think you're that's actually a really good point because like if we were talking about how maybe Hallmark can actually tell us some things, mm-hmm. this is one where they really miss the boat. Right. Because like if there's someone at work that you despise, like please do not think that he is the one for you. <laughs> please do not think that that girl who gives you like the worst look when you pass by is like, oh yeah, she's into me. Because like <laughs> totally you, into me. you could yeah. literally do anything else and you'd be better off. So stick with the ones that are like, you know, maybe just like have the conversation instead right. of wasting 40 minutes of my life. I'm looking at you, half of them. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah like yeah. that's the big thing but I do think you also said something how like you're they gain an understanding of each other yeah. so it is good to know that like you might not in the real world mm-hmm. like someone instantly but there is there's something deeper beneath the yeah. surface but right. and yeah. anything is possible anything you know, you is possible to keep that yeah especially at Christmas yeah especially at Christmas because you're half you're probably if you're in a christmas movie you're probably also a secret princess right um and Obviously. that's a whole another like subgenre that is very true that's um, true that's so true <laughs> was it the the royal christmas or the one where she like works in her dad's shop and she's been dating this guy in college oh, and yeah then turns out he's a prince that's and she right oh yeah that, one. that was like the first oh. one i think that was like what really started the trend because i think it was yeah. so successful right Right, because we're all like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah, the Christmas Prince, yeah? Yeah. A Christmas Prince? A Christmas Prince. I th- or is that a Netflix A Christmas one? Prince was the Netflix one. Oh, not as good. Yeah, Netflix good. might is like trying to get in on it, and they've had like a couple, but they also do this thing where they get known celebrities, yeah. and I think that kind of dilutes the appeal, because I think you really don't want to think like, oh yeah, this is Gabriela Montez from mm-hmm. High School Musical, right. and she is dating this guy who came from the Middle Ages. Yeah, um, right. But, like, you know, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's all in the good fun. Uh, but I think, like, the Hallmark Christmas royalty movies are, like, this whole, like, weird subgenre mm-hmm. that is, like, a really interesting thing to dissect. Definitely. Um, so, hmm. Where was I going to go with this? I've lost it. That's I fine. <laughs> I have uh, something that I was kind of noticing in our conversation. Okay. So, I think if someone was going to sit down and say, like, okay, so, Chandler. Yeah. Give me, like, your movies to convince me that these aren't all garbage um that aren't christmas because i don't want to watch a christmas movie in july okay 
what you can do. Who, first of all, who are you? And I mean, of, of course. Here. I mean, like, um, <laughs> I'll give the disclaimer that I am firmly in the camp of let Thanksgiving have its time. Right. Like Christmas gets December and like the last week of November. Yeah. But like, I just feel bad for Thanksgiving if I don't really like and also just a, another yes. even more personal thing if you're trying to uh, put on Christmas stuff anything Christmas before my birthday which is November 16th uh get out of here yeah okay think about the retail workers it's true you know in our in our house right Courtney's uh-huh. living here now she has declared this multiple times like no Christmas decorations until after my birthday okay we let her birthday banner and balloons in the stay oh, up, you cute. know for a little yeah, bit so nice. and then we're like Okay, sorry, it's time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fine, okay. At that point, majority rules, I guess. That's fine. Right, yeah. But, yeah. um, four on one, you know? Yeah, right. true. Tough odds. But yeah. I would say that, honestly, thinking back, the movies themed around candy mm-hmm. are generally pretty good and really good introductions to the Hallmark family of movies. Yeah. Uh, there's the one that's vaguely Valentine's Day themed and it's about chocolatiers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that one was really Wait, good. Wait, and that's in Bruges, right? That's in Bruges. Yeah. I like um, that one. I don't remember where Bruges is. that Brussels? It's in Brussels. Yes, yeah. that one's a good one. Um, Let's find the title for that one because that will. one's I'm like an actual searching. recommendation yeah. I will make. And then there's the other one, which is, um, I don't, it's the Easter one about the about Cavendish the- family. Oh, yeah. Which is also about chocolate making. Which is also about chocolate making. But it's about a a jet-setting female lead um, who is very blonde and very generic. Um, and she goes because she wants to go see what the old factory is like before she becomes a partner in their company that her dad owns. Um, and it's a lot less entitled than it sounds. Uh, and it's, she's it's also still... like undercover, right? She's but she's undercover. Yes, that's very important. Name. So she right. goes under a fake name. And she goes and she starts to work at the factory because she needs to understand how the business works because her well-meaning father is like, you know, you really have to reconnect with the roots because that's all what this company was started as. Right. And so she goes there and she meets the uh, the master chocolatier who is like young and very like hip. very hip and, and very like has a daughter i was gonna say a also a single dad right yeah, also another single dad, dad. so we're yeah. getting a lot of the check marks a lot of check marks and so they meet and he's very much like an artist and he doesn't want everything to be automated and she's very much like just naive and learning about the role she's very confident but she doesn't really know the history yeah, of the company right? yeah and then there's this rival like Art Nouveau, and like, like super hipster, like, and like oh, we use, yeah, like Silicon Valley mixed with Portland, Oregon, <laughs> uh, like, but yeah. make chocolate. Right. And I think it was in the Pacific Northwest, oh, I think too. It was. I think so. It totally was. That's yeah. fun because, yeah. like, the first shot is like the establishing shot of this city is in the Pacific Northwest, I right. think, like, yeah, yeah Portland, Seattle like or Seattle. Portland, yeah. Um, so, but that one's really good because it shows you, like, Hallmark not at its best, but at its well meaning average Mm storyline and it's also not super tied to any holiday if you're watching the Bruges one because it's just like romance and chocolate which is called love romance and chocolate oh my gosh oh my gosh you could work for Hallmark Chandler you just yeah Um, if you're listening out there just sign me up Uh, yeah and that one has Lacey Chabert oh it does like that's also like you know if you like a little bit of like known celebrity status like like Chabert is generally pretty strong yeah in her movies she is I do like hers yeah yeah um now when it comes to like the core mm-hmm. of those like well-known actresses yes. so we have like candace cameron Bure, yes. we have Lacey chabert we have rachel lee cook which one's rachel lee cook? she's the one from she's all that in the vineyard one. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. which oh, i i don't know what they always do with her hair sometimes they and do some weird things they do some very weird things mm-hmm. but um like do you like gravitate towards movies with any of them in it 
That's a really good point. I think Candace Cameron Bure is really like this, like, I don't want to say like older Hallmark, Mm -hmm. but like when you think Hallmark and you think like leading lady, she's probably the most like known. Right. I would say that her movies aren't overall the best, but they're the most Hallmark. Yeah. Um, But they also don't exhaust all the tropes with her throughout. So you'll get to see her as a really different character each time as much as you can in these kinds of movies. And so like, you won't really get burnt out on her. Mm -hmm. I think Lizzie Chabert kind of plays the same character in all of hers. Uh And she's the only other one I can really distinctly pull out in her movies. Right. But um, she's really fun. She's a little bit like, um, like really just wide eyed Mm -hmm. half the time. Uh, But she has a little bit of personality. Like she has a little bit of fire in her, which is more fun than like what I call "quote unquote" the blonde ones, right? Because they're kind of the same character. Blonde ones and the blonde one in that Easter one. Yeah, it's called Easter Under Wraps. Oh, that was. And I think she has the most quintessential Hallmark look because she has the really wide, ringlety Mm -hmm. like hair, like um, and the biggest eyes in the world. But I think you're right. Lacey Chabert does disappointed really well. She does, and all her movies like. She is the one who will have the the conflict based around misunderstanding more. Yeah. Because she will be a proactive enough character to be in the places where it makes sense that she could accidentally mishear kind of things. Mis- right, exactly. But she's also like angry enough as a character where she will fight back. Yeah. Which makes it a little bit easier to come back together because the guys in her movies are honestly pretty top tier. Yeah, they are. They really are. You know, I do you think she's a I was going to yeah. say, she's also in the Royal Christmas one, so. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, that's right. a good one. I think overall, her movies might be the best, if not what you think of immediately. Yeah. Do you think that she, as an actor, demands mm-hmm. a certain caliber of man? So it's not just generic Brad, what a, Brad yeah. Hunk, whatever. Yeah. It's like, I need someone a little different. You yeah. need to find the best man mm. for this role. I, I really don't know the internal politics of Hallmark. Honestly, mm-hmm. I want to investigate how the company works because mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated by the pro- like the producers. Like, who are these people? Yes. Um, but I think, I wouldn't say that she probably demands it. I say that her movies, um, they either get her because she's expensive because the movie actually can go somewhere with it. Right. Or maybe she does have some sway. So mm-hmm. I don't really know where I land on that. But overall, a, a Beret movie is generally pretty good I would yeah. say it's like your second dip. Like if you're a little bit more into Hallmark, if you've gone through some of the introductory ones mm-hmm. or you've really found them at Christmas, like a non-Christmas, like Candace Bryant movie, like- Pretty good. Or actually Lacey Chabert, I misspoke. Yeah, okay. Like a Lacey Chabert movie is pretty good. Yeah. And that, um, the so. one that we just talked about, the royal one, it's called A Royal Christmas. Oh, nice. And it has Jane oh, yeah. Seymour in it. I mean, they had some big gets back then. That was a 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2014 really was like the renaissance of, of <laughs> Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Maybe that's just when I found it. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. You know, she is also in Christmas in Rome. I think we watched that last we year. Did. That one was so good, though. So that's corny. It. That's so good. Well, well I mean, yeah. it was terrible in a Hallmark way, but yeah. I had just been in Rome last oh, year, fun. like last summer, and so yeah. I was like, well, oh, this is so fun. She's yeah. going all the places I went. Yeah. That's true. Actually, yeah. That was, that's a really good point. I think the Christmas in Rome is really good because it gives you a different dimension of it. It's not just the story. It's really saying we're taking this story to a different location mm-hmm. and making it interesting because it's somewhere different. Right. And like the, it's fun to see people having fun in Christmas in Rome because I think there's a lot of like actual like cultural 
like learnings that you can at least do on the base level. For sure. Yeah. And they actually, in that one, it was like, I got a sense of Italy as a place where people actually live yeah. instead of a place people visit. Yeah. This isn't like a diorama. This isn't like, oh, we read a book on Italy. This is, oh, this is like how people ac actually are yeah. to some degree. Like, like people care about family there. They won't do business with a stranger. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing about that movie is it's really um, this woman who runs a tour company who goes and makes this main experience the city mm -hmm. and they teach you some really interesting trivia yeah. um like the uh the cafe suspeno mm -hmm. um is really a fun little tidbit and really just showing you how people go about their times in a city in a different place that you're not familiar with and do it in a sense that still lets you have that fun like cathartic mm -hmm. like hallmark movie ending right yeah, yeah. it's great beautiful so good it's, it's so yeah. cute oh. yeah <laughs> I love it. I could watch Hallmark movies all the time, which is problematic because we don't actually have cable at our oh, yeah. house. So that's kind of yeah. why I just binge on them so much during the yeah. holidays because I get my cable. We like start recording them and then it's like, okay, so which one do you want to mm -hmm, watch? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. We yeah don't have cable, but I have friends, um, Lauren, who has cable. So we have Hallmark watching movie nights at her house awesome. dinner and in a cheesy movie. So yeah, that's yeah. super fun. Super fun. So Chandler, mm -hmm. out of the last couple of years, what is your favorite Hallmark Christmas movie that you've seen? Uh oh, without a doubt. I do know the title of this one, I think. Okay. I think it's A Christmas to Remember. It's not. Is it not? It's A Gift to Remember. A Gift to Remember. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, which was making it hard to find because we wanted to go back and do this one um, and rewatch it, but we couldn't remember the title because mm -hmm. who remembers Hallmark movie titles? And we... We were, we were trying to find it and we were like, it's this one with this and this and this. And it took really hard because it didn't have the name Christmas in it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this one is like legitimately a great movie. I cried at the ending and I'm not just a sap. Right. Like this was a good story and had some yeah. real characters. In I it. mean, I remember when we watched it. So this one is the brief synopsis is there's a girl, she works at a bookstore. She rides her bike everywhere. And then this guy gets in either hit by her or hit by a car and he has this dog and the dog is found by the girl mm -hmm. oh, and she, she takes care of the dog yeah. right takes yeah. care of the dog and illegally yeah. in her apartment right. and then finds the guy at the hospital and then he wakes up and has amnesia mm -hmm. so the <laughs> and we kept watching this and being like okay am i crazy or is this actually really good yeah and I it was really yeah. good. And it keeps going. I, I don't want to spoil it because like if you're like looking for a really good movie and you're not just in Hallmark to like see what Hallmark's about and you want like, okay, what's the absolute best that Hallmark can give me? Yeah. This movie is it because yeah. it has like a real setup with real motivations. Um, the, the conflict's a little contrived at times, but it's really just a setup for this amazing story yeah. of these really, really uh, like lovable characters. Yeah. Because there's- Darcy and- Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. So they pull the Aiden thing. Like mm -hmm. that really shows you this is a new one because right. people named Aiden are now like full grown adults. Exactly. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's coming from someone who's a full grown adult. And that's coming from someone who's like a newfound full grown adult. Okay. Like I just graduated from college. Right. And so like I still see myself as kind of a kid, yeah. but I'm also like, I think pretty put together. I think so. Um, but it's really funny to see people named Aiden who are like at cap, like I think of was one year younger than me, yeah. but he was like a, a real like adult, like a he's mid twenties, at least mm -hmm. maybe late twenties. 
Um, he's also adorable. Yeah. He's like, just cutie. as, like, a puppy way. Yeah. Um, Real clean cut. Really nicely and done. And also, I think the puppy thing kind of comes through yeah. with the amnesia. Yeah, you know? I think that was really well done, how they, like, mirrored him against his dog. Like, mm-hmm. his dog is really fun. It's a great way to get them together. It's also just really fun to watch them grow and, like, using the dog to find him because he doesn't have his ID on him right. when they find him. So they don't know who he is. Yeah, they call him John Doe. Yeah. Don't they? yeah. Really and yeah. so like, I'm not going to go into like all the best bits because this is one that I will like full heartedly endorse, like find a way to watch this. Right. Cause it's not just even them. It's the side characters too. Yeah. There's some great side really characters. Funny. There's a full, like the best friend of the guy who has amnesia is really fun yeah. but he's not like typical like best friend and he's only exists to be a really good guy for his friend right he's like kind of got his own stuff going on yeah. and like him like being well off is kind of relevant mm-hmm. in like a he's a success way right and that ties into the overall story and the all the yeah. miscommunications also um <laughs> the landlady in the restaurant yeah, oh, yes. oh they were like so adorable yeah oh yeah it's so good they're just so good i want to watch it right now yeah i want to watch it now but, we know what the, it's called, so yeah. we can search for it. I would say that, like, overall, like, it has a real ending. Mm-hmm. It has a real setup, and it has a really good set of characters that it really doesn't... It feels like a really long movie. Yeah. Because there's a lot that actually happens. Like, you could probably, like, squeeze a bunch of the other lesser movies and still, like, kind of, like, make the composite of them, and it still not be as good as yeah. as Gift to Remember. I think so. Um. So, yeah. Great one. I think this movie too also was one that like I couldn't predict exactly what was gonna happen. Exactly. Was like, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. man, it's getting better. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. This is uh-huh. unexpected. So. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. that's always good. I think especially since it has become kind of well known that Hallmark movies are predictable, that mm-hmm. they are actually making some efforts to make them a little bit more unpredictable. Um, one more quick thing. Mm-hmm. So um, because these Hallmark movies are so, you know, in the mainstream and everyone knows mm-hmm. about them. Do you remember when that bot was made to yes. make the story? I was hoping that we would get here. Okay. Do you want this to is so fun. really chat about that real quickly? Like, so what, what was this all about? Yeah. So there was a meme that was going around a little while ago of uh, people saying we put X amount of hours into a learning algorithm and wanted it to write a script. And so we're not sure if this was actually an AI project or not. This might be just someone like writing as if it was, but it is fantastic. And if you want like the jokey version of like what these movies really just are, I would say that this is the best. And do you have it pulled up? I do. Okay. This is totally worth a listen. Um, So (laughs) it's just wild. Um, Okay. It's also kind of like written as if it's not a real person because there's some really weird grammar. Yeah. So if this was truly a bot, then it's a really well designed yeah. bot. And if it's a person making this, then bravo because you're super creative. Yeah. So like full score regardless. Yeah. So it's called The Christmas on Christmas. So enter a small town snow globe refillery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is a <laughs> widow. Her husband died in every war. <laughs> The single mother says, I refill globes better than Jesus Claus, yet I still, still my twins have no dad. Why? I need double dad. <laughs> the businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that uh, cost money. His hands are briefcases. He is Hallmark hot. The single mother. Such a good term. I know. I love it. It's yeah. very, it, I mean, you, it comes to mind. You obviously know what that's going to be right yeah. away. So the single mother says, hi, do your snow globes lack wet? 
hurry, Christmas attacks soon. Businessman flashbacks to when he was a business boy. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. <laughs> now he hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He exits the flashback. Businessman, shut your sound. I am from huge city. I bought you, bought your land and I'm turning it into an oil resort. <laughs> mother rude behavior this is a family business i sell families i am a widow my <laughs> husband is now bones <laughs> the Aww. single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room <laughs> they are gift wrapped in eggnog which is so upsetting it's really upsetting it's really but it's upsetting. like really funny yeah the businessman all of my wives are now bones that is america but i must make money for my twins to live they are a prince <laughs> single mother i too own twins please do not have bought my land christmas is today <laughs> businessman like uh, laugh i bought christmas and now it is never unless we all go on dates single mother i cannot date because of snow uh, because of a snow curse i pray santa helps me santa cannot help she did not know but santa was her husband santa is bones and bones help nobody <laughs> which ends really bleakly but hilarious um, and disturbing it doesn't at have the same yeah, time. really right? like that's such a fun way because like thinking about it like I've kind of seen this movie, mm-hmm. and I also kind of want to see it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very vivid. It really you know? is, and like some of like outside of like the like the joke like phrasing of it, mm-hmm. like so many of those things are exactly what Our, we talked about. Yeah, exactly. I'm coming into town. I'm making your land into a resort. Yeah, uh, you know, like I'm shutting down Christmas. But I'm also kind of a nice guy, like deep down. I mean, obviously, because he's Hallmark High. Yeah, and he has twins, he and has he's twins. a widow. And he has a storied past, yeah. so, you know. Everybody has twins. That's right. Everybody does have twins. I wonder what's up with that. And all dads have a daughter. They do. There's never been a son. Maybe that's just too inaccessible for women, like, know, in that their target audience. There is a mother-son dynamic, though, sometimes. That's oh, true. yeah, you're right. That's okay, yeah, that's fair. It's either father-daughter or mother-son. Yeah. I really, I really don't think there's the flip. But, I mean, I gotta say, guys... I think I'm going to go and turn on homework now. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, that's all I really want. Good life decision. Now I have one last question for you, Chandler. Yeah. Um, since you are a guy, what would you say to someone who's either a girlfriend or sister is trying to convince them to watch a homework movie? Like, would you say go for it? Just give it a chance or. Yeah. I say like guys, if it's, if it's a masculinity thing, really don't worry because you're doing something for your girlfriend or just like significant other in general. So like, come on, like it's not even taking one for the team. It's you're doing something with the person you love. So go for it. Uh, you'll you'll get some brownie points for it, and you'll probably like it more than you do because you can watch one and it's fun and easy. You can watch two and you kind of know where it's headed, so it's even easier. And then you'll find that one that kind of makes you cry. And when you get to that point, uh, congrats, you're lost and you're <laughs> one of us. And then, you know, you just get to show other people. So it's really just like this thing that keeps on going and never ending cycle. And if that sounded like a cult, um, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but you know, if it helps out and you don't really know what else to watch, just throw in a homework movie, just say yes to it. It's going to be good for everybody. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. I was definitely not going to hurt. Good for your heart. You know, yeah, right. definitely. You know, it's, it's, it's good. Just do it. Just say yes. And if it doesn't soften your heart, then you're the guy at the beginning of the movie that's with the girl that's the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so game over. Yeah. Right. So at that point, you like it's like a cautionary tale. Right. 
<laughs> oh man cool well this has been so much fun chandler thanks so much for coming on the podcast yeah. and we do yeah. want to oh, ask okay. you though yes because we ask all of our guests what's their like cup of tea like mm -hmm. what's something that's interesting to them right now what are you really into is it an instagram a meme um a show that you're watching yeah that's a surprisingly hard question i feel like i have like a whole flight of teas that's like, fine that's yeah great. i like to i think my biggest goal in life is to just really earned the title Renaissance man. Okay. So uh, I'm a little bit of an insider guy. Like I like watching TV and like movies and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So, but lately I've been exercising even more, which mm -hmm. has been fantastic. And I've also been like helping fix up things around the house and maybe I'm just channeling my like Hallmark hot guy. Oh yeah. But like I've gotten up on some ladders and I've put in a ceiling fan oh. and I built a grill and like so yes. stuff like that so i'm really like rounding out my personality a bit nice. right now becoming a handyman i really am is so your tea that's my tea also i'm i'm reading a little bit more oh. which is always a, a goal for me but i found this awesome book on benjamin franklin and oh, you know like I, I think benjamin franklin's kind of like what i'm going for at yeah. the end of the day i mean he was definitely a renaissance man yeah so that's been fun i've been enjoying that i'm really just trying to like really grow in a bunch of different dimensions yeah. and so i'll say like I have the problem of having like one or two too many things I feel to really split. But if there's something you want to do out there, like mm -hmm. I'll speak to just like everybody, like if you're worried that like you don't have a new cup of tea, just try something new. Just like do something that gets you out there. Cause like you'll find something like really fun or you'll find out what you don't like. And right. then you can just go back and watch a Hallmark movie and figure out like whatever those subplots really sounds fun. Cause it probably could be like clock making. Cause mm. I'm pretty sure they're, there's about to be one about that. Who Interesting, knows? maybe. If not, yeah. Homer, hello. Homer, you can, can uh, pay us for that idea. Yeah, you yeah. can speak with my agent. I'm his agent. <laughs> She's my agent. It's all in the family. It's great. True. We're a big family, uh, you know, operation here. Mm -hmm. So fun. Yes, but this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. This was great yeah. talking out with you guys. No problem. Super it's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk to you another time, maybe. And Meg, we'll, I'll see you at home in a couple of days. Sounds good. Thanks <laughs> for listening. <laughs>